It's a formal term that describes something we've been doing for a very long time, really. Not so much used in sheets of paper and felt-tip pens, but using lines drawn in the sand, stones, sticks, um, leaves, you know. Often just colour alone is enough. We're bombarded by um, signals and icons all around us all the time. Pictures can be used in almost any context, confronting almost any issue or problem. You can give information, an awful lot of information, really fast. Upset, damage, distress, illness, bereavement, shock, a psychotic breakdown, schizophrenia. Other people would use them more within a business context. It is important for them to be able to articulate how they arrived at that picture and what that picture means to them. I mean, you could, in theory, produce a rich picture for yourself. Where the pressures are, where the strains are. So the image is a starting point for quite interesting discussions. Definitely joins up ideas. Communities have felt empowered to contribute in whichever way they want to. And of course, then they start talking more. and So it removes barriers in lots of ways. It's, it's quite magical. People just want to be engaged by it. They want to understand the information. And it's good if you give it to them in different ways. We're looking at you know, maybe 40, 50, 60,000 years of, of artistic endeavour. But it also provides them with a vehicle for expressing their feelings, as well as their that, more rational thoughts. So if you're trying to disentangle poverty, for example, within a, within a village in Africa, uh, these participating methods can allow you to understand how people envisage poverty in their context, how they recognise poverty, uh, how they think poverty could be overcome or addressed in their context. Using the same sort of visual devices and the same sort of approaches, really. That is the power of pictures, really. That's why human beings have been drawing pictures for as long as we have. Thank you.